Namaste. <clears throat> so let me start with four lines from a wonderful poem of Shirobindo. All poems are wonderful. Before we go to the very subject, and the subject is today we take up the period mainly from 1938 to maybe 10 years. <clears throat> and this poem is I made danger my helper. So often we want to know what is the perfect path, perfect way. Everybody wants to travel the perfect way. So what is the perfect way? Shivendra describes this poem, and uh, the words "perfect way" come at the end. So just note the poem. I made danger my helper, and chose pain for thy black and will my strength hammering to sheen. So. perfect way is not something which avoids and escapes perfect way is that which faces the danger and conquers and confronts and goes past it and have reckoned the snare and the pit as not for the hope of one lonely ray so he says that i have dug the pit just for one lonely ray to enter into it i turned evil into good drew out of grief force and returned love to the hate in men this is the path he is showing us i turned evil into good drew out of grief force and returned love to the hate in men i have dared the abyss i have climbed the night i have cloven the perfect way so uh, yoga is not an escape from the challenges and difficulties of life because they are they are the steps toward the ascension they are not really uh, something bad and god has burdened us with difficulty shubhendra at one place uses the word burdened great the great who came to save this suffering world must pass beneath the yoke how will he cure the ills which he has never faced that's how he describes the world redeemer so more and more now we see shobindo is already from 1926 started the work of the world redeemer so this world is um, redeemer is it's already it's you know going through a process of pain suffering so he has to redeem it redeem is a very interesting term shobindo uses the word world redeemer redeem is uh, you take a gold coin and put it into mud and everything <clears throat> now you know it has no value until you op- cleanse it and bring out its true worth so he comes to redeem the world and in that process we have those wonderful lines in the geeta which describe the avatar nowhere else you find this description of course shobindo in essays on the geeta and elsewhere first time in the whole history of spiritual literature and i can say this with certainty you will find the way avatarhood is described as in shobindo's works nowhere else one finds it only the avatar can speak about the avatar so geeta hints and what is the hint it says that yada yada hi dharmasya glani bhavati bharata abhyutthanam dharmasya tadatman shrijamiham paritranaye sadhunam vinashaye cha dushkritam dharm sansthapna thaye sambhavami yogi yogi so we see now shirbindo dharmasya glani if you look at the period of uh, early 1900 god has been cast into nowhere 
uh, in India, which is the place which can be really called as the land where God has chosen to take birth more than once, as you to say, several times, is lost in a mass and maze of superstitions, rituals. It has forgotten its lost glory. And atheism, positivism, the dark communism, and Freudian psychoanalysis, materialistic science, all these have occupied the mind of the race. So much so that that was a time when people believed that if you have gone only there, the truth is only with the Western civilization. That's how Shirobindo's father had sent him to the West. Because he didn't believe that, you know, they are the ones, they are the conquerors, look at them. But that time nobody knew that what's going to happen to the conquerors. But that is how people see, they look at the success stories outwardly. Shubindu goes there to the West, gathers whatever is needed for the work because he understood the British better than even the Britishers. He knew what is going to really help bring the freedom. So he comes back from there. That's a period of Dharma Siglani. Vedas are considered as a mass of, you know, animalistic um, rituals, some sacrifices, people used to worship trees and stone. What kind of civilization? So, all the great truths have been brought down. The only one during that period you see shining like a unconquered light is Sri Ramakrishna and Swami Vivekananda. Two stars shining on the firmament of the dark night. And that is the time Shrivindo comes. Dharma Siglani Bhavati Bharata. Abhyutthanam Dharma The avatar does not come to open an ashram or to liberate few people. He doesn't. His action is a cosmic action. He is going to change the time. People often ask, what is the proof? Just look 50 years behind, 70 years behind and see whether things have changed or not. We may not be able to understand, but change in a massive way. I remember uh, just when I joined Air Force and uh, when was that? 19... 80s and that time in a party, if you didn't drink and smoke, you were regarded as, what dog? You don't drink and smoke? If you didn't have non-veg food, it was like, what kind of a... Now, you see, through whatever door, smokers, you have a place where you should be, outcast, literally you go there, smoker zone where you are shut. Non-smokers can move freely. Vegetarianism, not only that, it has gone few steps ahead. Not only vegetarianism, now all that. Who has done this change? I am just giving you one example. Many, many others. But this is not the place or the time to talk about that. So he comes to give a new way of life to the world. The old way is broken. Shurabindo said that the mother and myself, it took us 10 years to remove the past of the earth. Why? Was there everything bad in, in it? No. There were many good things. But the problem is that those good things also were being turned to evil purposes. Unknowingly. Like we have, I have often given this example, Durga Puja is a wonderful thing. You are invoking Shakti. But look what happens in Durga Puja. You have all the stalls all around. Mahisasur catering to Mahisasur. Yeah. Pani Puri and... <laughs> No, nothing wrong with that. But where is the atmosphere? You have crowd, you have dresses, you have 
बॉलीवुड सॉन्ग्स गोइंग ऑन बट इज दुर्गा पूजा सो ए ग्रेट थिंग ट्रेमेंडस दुर्गा इज ए ग्रेट पावर शिविंदर सेज इज अ पावर ऑफ प्रोटेक्शन ऑफ द डिवाइन मदर हाउ डू वी ट्रीट हर सो दिस वन एग्जाम्पल लुक एट द टाइम ऑफ श्री कृष्णा ही डिड द एग्जैक्टली द सेम थिंग क्लेंस द पास्ट हु आर द ग्रेट स्पियर हेड्स ऑफ द पास्ट मैन लाइक भीष्मा द्रोणा दे आर द हाई पॉइंट ऑफ द पास्ट दे हैड टू गो कर्ण दे हैड टू गो बिकॉज देर गुड वॉज टर्न टू ई विल दैट्स हाउ देर इज धर्म सिग्लानी and abhyutanam dharmasya tadatmasya so i have come to lift now dharma in the indian context means three things one is dharma dhra that which holds everything at the root what is that so um, what is the core of dharma is that we believe there is one divine reality conscious force that is at the root of everything so it is dharma it starts from there now there is a whole group of humanity which doesn't believe in it which means there is nothing this world is meant for desire that is the root of a dharma evil comes from there because if you don't believe there is a divine reality why should i do good or be good basis is taken away so dharma first thing second aspect of dharma is based on this one there is an opening up in the manifestation of divine possibilities so whatever helps in the forward march of mankind lok sangraharth towards its greatest good which is the divine becoming is dharma that's how it is to be understood not about outer things right now so this is the second aspect of dharma and whatever opposes it is adharma and then there is the third aspect which manifests in outer action certain things are dharma because take for instance nowadays people talk about we must have mutual respect of for each other what is the basis because the divine presence is in all so the root is there and hence outwardly when we respect people when we don't say hey you are a small being be there then it is adharma why because we are not respecting this fundamental divine presence which is in all so there is dharma and adharma so this is a time when dharma during times of crucial transitions so what does adharma do adharma is all these asuric forces which are rising from the inconscient they don't want the earth to advance why because they are the elder brothers it's very interesting when earth was nothing but matter all hard rock then you needed rudra forces so what does rudra forces pick up an asteroid throw on earth they are playing football moon comes out god has to do all that labor hiranyaksha uh, drowns the earth into water so floods so all these rudra forces had to need if you read how life came it is amazing what kind of soup it became you know because of heat and all kinds of forces very violent forces came to act upon this world before it could life could blossom so these forces were the elder brothers they needed life then even when life came they brought in the sting of desire an average person if you tell him that you know conquer desire he doesn't have aspiration so he'll say very good so what do i do you sit we will feed you join a monastery or an ashram and there are good people who will feed you all that you have to do is convert to a particular religion <laughs> wonderful you have the money you have everything and what better way so this is the way every good was being turned to evil 
people are very happy that you know we have converted and now we'll go to heaven doesn't matter we don't have to do anything we have to just believe in xyz change our name and we will get the money see this this was how things were degenerating evil had found roots everywhere and its worst manifestation is when it takes the form of religion because religion is something we all respect and you know admire but when it enters through the door of religion that is very difficult to re- uh, recognize because all the time you say nay nay all religions are same <laughs> indian religion recognizes that there is the principle of evil and it can take any form it can even take the form of religiosity that's the story of ravana ravana is a religious man isn't it he does everything and yet you see how what a devastating influence so this is how there are this element which doesn't want earth to advance so it will try all kinds of things to hold on to the past so they cleanse the earth of the past and then paritranayam sadhunam the good is not about just humanly good but those who are really who want good of this world good of mankind and who don't have the propensity towards evil who really want to go upward progress to them they opened the path the sunlit path towards the future so this opening of the sunlit path we see from 1926 onwards it started turn to the mother next uh, evolution next which we are speak, speaking about and this opening to the path means that humanity will not go back to the past status it means it'll go to one step further to the future so when rama came he changed the monkeys into thinking human beings krishna came he said okay you have done enough thinking now come beyond thought trigunatid bhavasa visachi now shubindu comes and says okay still next step so paritranaya sadhunam what about the fourth aspect vinashay chadushritam so those who are evil if they continue to be strong those tendencies so evil has two aspects one is manifestation of evil manifestation is in the form of world powers leaders who want to dominate and crush who want to expand and crush humanity so that time you see all these um, what kind of invasions the less spoken the better even now that some tendency is there and the second aspect of evil is the tendency to do that ambition to crush others nothing wrong in doing well excelling is a wonderful thing everybody should want to excel in whatever you are doing as shubindu says in one of his aphorism better to be a good shoemaker than an incompetent king so it's very good perfectionism excellence is wonderful but ambition is when i am doing work how much money you are getting how can i get more this is the hallmark of the asura ambition vanity pride dumb all gita list all this so there are people who embody it on one side the tendency has to be go away and for that he chose group of people we spoke about that last time that everybody represents a possibility and a difficulty and that was one kind of work that is a work which will go on going on all the disciples of shirbindo all who have turned to his teachings they carry within themselves the seed of a new possibility but also the challenge that opposes it the more they work out upon this challenge the more they help the world to advance so this was the inner side but during that time world powers asura knew very well 
world did not know that the avatar is here but asura had sniffed the wind who was the first person to know that krishna is the avatar kansa he fellow heard the akashwani <laughs> that fellow heard the, and since then he is mad after krishna i am going to kill him nobody knew he, that time he is enjoying is growing up is a lovely child so cute lovely sweet 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 but kansa is sending putna poison is milk all this is that fellow is busy doing and everything is absorbing and krishna is growing each putna means so much putnas less in the world so this is the 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 asura knew that the divine is here and he started creating hindi there is a nice word udham so he started making humanity restless restless ambition war battle this is how division they are children of division and finally the starting incidents was very minor but ultimately there was an instrument of the asura there were three instruments but one of the main instruments of the asura became hitler so hitler invaded poland now there are very interesting stories which i obviously i mean then will be a whole talk on war but um, of course sinless list is there then uh, you know there was this lady in poland who was saving many of the jews Uh, because he believed see every high value had distorted he believed in the superiority of the aryan race and who were the aryans european blood <laughs> look at swastik twisted sign of adverse forces and he wanted to dominate over the entire world again under the same plea that we want the superior race look at it evolution superman every word was distorted his superman was the kind of superman who will be strong mighty who will crush humanity and rule over earth so something like you know the titanic superman ravana type of superman that's what he wanted and uh, so people there very happy yes 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 everybody else should be wiped out and so he invaded poland a treaty was broken but not to go into the details this is a very nice story please read this book a captive of her love this is written by janina stroka who was a polish uh, lady she was a nurse and she came here and the mother gave her this work of um, tending to the sick and how she changed evolved transformed so there were quite a few number of number of stories during second world war of the divine mothers and should be those intervention another very beautiful book is um the lost footsteps so this by another person antonio silvio who wanted to commit suicide he was in the nazi concentration camp and he started seeing shurbindo but uh, he asked him who are you then shurbindo told him uh, but he got the name not uh, shurbindo ghosh because that idea was not there in his mind so he used to call him robin the ghost <laughs> and he asked him why do you want to commit suicide there is a very touching story about it so he said what i am so helpless every day is a torture this is a very instructive story so what is the use of living so shurbindo to this man now this is not part of the collected works of shurbindo he tells him a story he has written in his book that he told him a story that once there were two sparrows who were trying to teach their little child sparrow to fly mother and father parents 
and as they were flying the child in his over excitement went into the sea and fell now you know sea just imagine so now the mother and father sparrow don't know what to do they are attached to the child so both of them would take up few drops of water from the sea and take it out and come back and why because they believed that maybe this way we can empty the sea now somebody else would think it is foolish well to the rational mind it may be foolish but that must have prepared the sparrows to evolve because look at the courage perseverance so shivindo told this story and say you must have courage and perseverance till the last drop of blood in your body so he said okay then he describes after that two years he was still in the camp or some months he was in the camp i don't remember but he used to experience delight so much so that even when they were torturing him he would experience delight just because he would appear and he says i don't know what happened it was one example where extreme torture could be changed into delight just because of the intervention of the lord and then there are other stories recently one the light that shown in the abyss that there was they also play on that this was a man a major and he would say great lady and the big sir the heavenly lady and the great sir great sir to shirbindo and the heavenly lady the mother would come so there were many such stories during that period where shirbindo and the mother were directly involved with the world war very few people are aware of it and um, uh, shirbindo would want pavitra to listen to the uh, on the radio all the events and report him why would he want to listen he knew everything but still he would see what is happening on the front in terms of the kind of falsehood and he would say this is not true this is not correct this is not what is happening he knew it and yet pavitra had to report it from that end and uh, that was a very interesting period the mother and shirbindo they were so involved with the war um shirbindo contributed to the war fund that time 1000 rupees saying it is the mother's war and now it is no more about british and germans because the moment germany invaded poland britain and france got into the fray on side of poland they started fighting they said now it is no more about britishers and the germans it's about saving a civilization people even asked him that do you think britishers are uh, very good people he said no it's not about being good people and then he gave the example of mahabharata pandavas had their own follies it's not that they were all goody goody people it's not good versus evil it's about what keeps the path of evolution open our idea of good and evil is very moral but there are people who may not be very good but still they believe in evolution progress and help in that process there are others who who may be strictly and rigidly very good by outer standards but they don't allow evolution they stifle that process of evolution so he said it's now the war is no more about britishers and others and there are many many stories he encouraged even some of the disciples children to join the war one famous one is of course durai swami his uh, son he was a pilot some of them died it was a strategic sacrifice people may wonder how come he died well sometimes and nallida also writes about it one such person sacrifice it goes into tilting abhimanyu's death it tilted the balance because anybody dying and a person who has the stamp of the divine dying 
is a very very different thing altogether it shakes the cosmic forces so many such events happened during that time the asura knew that he is the one who is going to stop our work so before the war started war started technically on 1st september 1939 ended on 2nd september 1945 but nearly 1 year or 10 months before the war started already clouds had started all around and shubindu knew and he was trying to push the war and he knew that the mother is gone into the forefront trying to push the forces but human beings are instruments of the asuras very deadly they become so he was busy putting all his force behind the mother and that time all these hostiles who were waiting for a moment attacked him and that's when he falls nirodaya is immortalized it in 12 years uh, with shirbindo please read this book i'm i'm sure many of us must have read it it's a marvel 12 years with shirbindo how the unexpected happens during that time how people because it was 23rd november night 24th november is the darshan day so people had come nishtha wilson woodrow wilson's daughter she had come president of america's daughter later on america would be involved in the war again because japaning japanese bombing of the pearl harbor i am just resisting myself into getting into the war <laughs> because it's so fascinating the second world war and she was here and uh, she wanted the darshan first time she has come all the way from america and next day the news is that no darshan because shubindu's fractured his leg while they were devotees who couldn't understand this lady understood it correctly and took it with perfect samata and surrender no wonder shubindu gave her name her name original name is margaret wilson but he gave the name nishtha and when she was asked by the president of america now war is expanded so much you are already not well so you come back because nobody can take care of you there as much as we can take care look at the pride america because she had lot of problems she had kidney problem this that all kinds of problems so she gave a reply to her father who is sending a fleet to take her back the then president of america she says yes i know you can take care of my body better maybe much better but who will take care of my soul have you been to kasno you will see her samadhi also nishtha margaret wilson so she died here but she chose to be here now this so these were all this was going on during that time so 24th november 1938 there was no darshan war they were so engaged with the war 21st february again no darshan <laughs> so then people started getting restless we want a darshan so that is the time that 24th november was added in the list of the darshan there was no 24th april was added in the list of darshan otherwise there were three darshans if you see the earlier messages 21st february 24th uh, 15th august and 24th november then uh, because people wanted now you know in long time <laughs> thirsty <laughs> so 24th april uh, became another darshan day 1939 and uh, it's very interesting that how mother has said it's the tangible sign of the sure victory over edwards forces in the same year when edwards forces had came up with their field play because before dying falsehood rises to its full swing so during this war while the world was embroiled if you read the causes everybody will give their own causes the treaties of versailles which failed and 
you know gross ambition of uh, one man at the great depression the economic depression which took place but nobody knows like in the mahabharata war some people knew that actually this this man sitting on the chariot who has told i will not lift an arm <laughs> till he is there this war is a finished its writing is clear on the wall nobody knew this except dusash not dusash this fellow shakuni there were one or two people who knew that as long as shri krishna is free and on the side of pandavas as long as bhima is alive and as long as draupadi's hairs are flowing war will be there so that's what they counseled duryodhana tie him up put him in the jail so that the famous you know immortalized by you know rashmi rathi where he says when duryodhan says i am going to tie you up so krishna because he has heard these three things so they say you can kill then he himself says that you can kill bhima maybe you know there were people who could kill him just couple of them drop the here maybe you can ask her she may forgive but how will we tie krishna he is the main culprit <laughs> so they tried to tie him and that is the time in rashmi rathi so beautifully many of us must have heard aha duryodhan bandh mujhe tu mujhe bandhne aaya hai zanjeer badi kya laya hai have you got a rope big enough to tie me ye dekh anal mujh mein le hai ye dekh pavan mujh mein le hai and he says that look here all the diggaj the dishay they are all within me so you want to tie me up but i'll show you what is your future veeron se pati hui bhu hai ab dekh yahan kis mein tu hai i have already decided so krishna on the side of pandava one krishna that's enough that's exactly what happened during this time sure bindu on the side of the elis he was the silent charioteer he didn't lift an arm he was sitting in a corner in pondicherry and yet it was he who was conducting the war but the hostile forces knew it that here is the danger to us and so they attacked during that time many many stories even in the ashram it went through you know people say that that time because of the economic problems people would uh, get very watery dal and once in a while if they had a slice of sabji vegetable floating in it they would say ah today was feast <laughs> Uh, Champaklal ji, during that times, who had he had saved all those little uh, pieces of soap, he would bring up and say, uh, "Give it to mother. Mother, use them." He used to save, not throw away. So he would save all the soap pieces. So yes, he was so happy. Every little thing. So when there is a moment of crisis, every little effort matters. So he was conducting the the war, sitting in one room. except the difference in the mahabharata ramayana war and the world war 2 is that the world war 2 is the worst human war ever documented in the history of mankind 10 mahabharatas would be less because it involved the whole world mahabharata war even if you say numbers and all whatever debatable thing but the point is it still involved all the kings within the indian subcontinent this was a war which involved almost all the nations 100 million people just dying civilians included and there were 
many others, tens of millions who died of starvation, famine and soon thereafter you see the partition and all these gory things. And who was drinking the poison? Shurabindo. So he was conducting the war and during that time he has written a few poems. <clears throat> I'll read only one of them or two of them. One is the children of Wotan, the Asuric being. And he speaks of, Where is the end of your armoured march, O children of Wotan? Earth shudders with fear at your tread. The death flame laughs in your eyes. We have seen the sign of Thor and the hammer of new creation. So Thor we know is all, you know, these uh, gods in Egypt and even the Greek gods. Now I think serials and movies are also coming on that. So Thor is shown with a big hammer. Marvel Comics has immortalized him. A seed of blood on the soil, a flower of blood in the skies. Earth to the skies are all covered with the cry of blood and battle. That's how he writes in Savitri. A giant dance of Shiva toward the past. Earth was overrun by the rumor of battle. Death slaying the world its hunger had made. So this is the stage. The we march to make of earth a hell and call it heaven. So we, this last word makes you know sometimes we don't realize. Say a civilization which traps people in the glitter and glamour of the outer world, where people live only for outer needs, is called heaven. Sone ki Lanka. But actually it's a hell because there is no further, uh, you have stopped, blocked the revolutionary process. Everything was wonderful in Lanka. Everything. Except that you have to say that Ravana is God. Now there is uh, confined to North Korea where he believes I am supreme, you have to believe I am God. <laughs> totally delusional. But that's how, you know, the, the same happened with, you know, Harine Kashyap whose son is... Uh, Prahlad. He says everything. He looked after his people very well. But there was only one condition. You must say he is God. He is no God except him. That was his conflict even with his son. So what he does is everything is wonderful. But you can't take the name of Ram, Vishnu. I am the one. Mightiest of all. So basically you are living in that shadow. So that's why it's called as the shadow. He imitates the Godhead he denies. That's what the Asura does. He shows as if he is the most powerful being on earth and denies God who is supposed to be most powerful. He imitates. So, the heart of mankind we have smitten with the whip of the sorrow seven. These are all biblical references and you know we have spoken about it during Savitri sessions. But the seven sorrows where they, are, they connect with Mary and Jesus, the birth of the soul in time and all that it undergoes, the sorrow seven. The mother of God lies bleeding in our black and gold sunrise. I hear the cry of a broken world. Dead now are... Uh, we mock at God. We have silenced the mutter of priests at his altar. A leader, see now when we read about Ravana, what was he doing? He was destroying Yajna. How do you destroy it? 
it's not that you have to go there and physically destroy it. You create a gospel. What kind of gospel? There is no God, convincingly. Then you say that, well, religion is a very personal affair. You can keep God shut in a little cupboard. All our affairs we'll conduct according to our thought. This is what ultimately secularism comes to. But God is too vast to be shut inside a cupboard. One day he will start peeping. Then he will enter your bedroom. Then wardrobe. Bathroom. Your living room. Then he will come with you in the car. One day he will invade the whole world. That's how he describes atheisms wiped out from the world. Sri Krishna will return. That's, that's what he writes in one of his poems. So, But this is the way to destroy yajna. Because you prove by convincing reason that there is no God. There is no reality like that. So what happens? All that sacrifice, that life, actually you can see it. See, at least whatever, you know, there was a time when human beings did believe that, you know, there is a divine reality and life should be lived for a greater purpose. Then came a phase where life is fun. Fun and frolic, pleasure, comfort, instant gratification, McDonald's, KFC, Coca-Cola. Isn't it? That's fast food. That life became that. Now, there is a greater evolution. The children of the Divine Mother, many of whom I see, you know, sitting here and all over the world, who are, once again, the fire of Yagna is awakened in them. And they don't believe in all this nonsense. They believe in something much greater. Their, their heart is the temple of God. And the fire of endless progress and the hope of a new creation is lit in their hearts and you see it in their eyes. These are the children of the future. That's what we see. We'll read that next time. But today, we have made the mind a cipher. We have strangled thought with a cord. So if you talked about God, Dakiya Nusi, outdated person. I remember once one, one of my, uh, anyways, known person, who was very uh, fascinated, all this, oh, he speaks so, I was not speaking, but intellectual, this thing and all. So the family came home, Air Force, once. The moment they say big picture of mother and Shirobindo, they said, Ari, you are superstitious. I said, yes, I have superstition about God rather than having superstition about science. Once I had a group of students who came to my room. Now they wanted a class, so they have come to my room. And they started questioning me, why you have photographs of Mother and Shirobindo? I said, you have a problem. <laughs> you are a <laughs> I said, you are a liberal person. Allow me my freedom to have whatever I want to have. You can have Shahrukh Khan. I have no problem with that. <laughs> So this is how the liberal thought, it tries to challenge you and if you can't logically reason out, they try to, oh, hey, this is old-fashioned. Of course, uh, by mother's grace, <laughs> I follow what Amal Kiran once said and he was asked, have you silenced your mind? He said, no, but many people's minds have silenced. <laughs> so I asked him one question. I said, you are liberal, no? Yes, liberal thought. I said, so you are being so intolerant. I have never questioned whose photographs you have, who is your ideal. You have come to my home. 
एंड यू आर क्वेश्चनिंग वाई है मदर एंड शिव बिंदु कम आई शो यू ऑल इन साइड ऑल द रूम्स आई ओनली मदर एंड शिव बिंदुज फोटोग्राफ नॉट इवन माइंड यू हैव अ प्रॉब्लम विद दैट सो देन वी आर ऑल वेरी ऑकवर्ड अन ईजी आई सेट इवन बुक्स आई है मदर एंड शिव बिंदु देन आई टोल्ड दैम ऑल द बुक्स दैट यू मे बी रीडिंग एंड मेनी अदर्स आई हैव रेड दैम एंड थ्रो दैम एज थ्रोन दैम अवे एज वर्थलेस थिंग्स and now i have only madran shrivinda jokes you have a problem <laughs> but this is how they destroy the altars of yagna so don't imagine that ha ha hu karke you know these rakshasas coming and dropping from there like z <laughs> like a serial what is uh, the they throw no they show things mass madira what is mass madira a way of life live for pleasure live for eating enjoy life is for fun that's the cult of the asura he may be very religious after that they will go to a temple do all this uh, offer some money and ut bat because you know they know deep inside so they want to keep god also on their side rather than being on the side of god that's how churchill once said no what is more important whether you are on the side of god or not so this is the cult of the asura so they destroy the altars what are that dhua or smoke is doubts so they throw doubts in the mind so this is how uh, dead now are pity and honor kindness is gone honor valor valor is courage to stand up for what we believe in strength only is nature's lord only thing that asura respects is strength that's why they all go to shiva because they know that his one thumb can crush ravana's hand they know that but they don't respect, as long as mata parvati is like gauri they don't understand but the moment she becomes kali they run here and there the <laughs> cult of the asura we build a new world order they talk about it new world order be very careful this talk new world order is not a new fashion new world order is a new consciousness we build a new world order our bombs shout Wotan's peace. We are the javelins of destiny. We are the children of Wotan. We are the human titans, the Superman dreamed by the sage. We are a cross of the beast and demonic with the godhead of power and will. We are born in humanity's sunset to the night is our pilgrimage. On the bodies of perishing nations, mid the cry of the cataclysm coming to a presto of bomb and shell and the aeroplanes fatal humming. we march led by truth's death pyre to the world's satanic age shobindu went on to say if hitler wins world will go back tens of thousands of years behind and when some of the disciples would uh, you know human intellect even subhash chandra bose wanted to shake hands he said he doesn't know what he is doing if hitler and japan came into india then he said you because they were disciples who were sympathizing oh britishers good you know britishers got a match but shubindo say if you even in your thoughts and hearts if you owe allegiance to hitler then you tell me i will shut the ashram myself rather than wait for him to come and do this this was the and you know he knew he is looking for india hitler in his he used to be seized by fits fits are you know sign of that and he would roll into the carpet he would foam he would bit bite the carpet and he would that time in that state say india india he wanted to come to india because he knew ultimate that's the place i must occupy and so it was necessary at that point to save god he knew that uh, shubindu knew after this britishers will leave 
the it's not because of um, <laughs> everybody knows what i'm going to say it's not because of any apostle of non violence okay <laughs> that british has left the world conditions were such that they couldn't have stayed this is what everybody says the world conditions were such they couldn't have sustained they looted and went of course acche se loot karke like thieves they looted and went thieves i mean you should call a thief a thief have the courage to call a thief a thief thief may wear nice coat speak good english be educated in oxford and cambridge doesn't make him less thief it makes it worse because you are supposed to be more refined but anyway that's a different chapter then he wrote a poem the dwarf napoleon behold by maya's fantasy of will a violent miracle takes sudden birth the real grows one with the incredible and he described this whole thing is also he is described in savitri where he says all the world's possibilities in man and then he says that man's household the demon and the jinn uh, and sometimes these beast and asuras are let loose hell's companies are let loose and they create massacre but at the end of that passage he says but there is a guardian power there are hands that save calm eyes divine regard the human scene so in dwarf napoleon he speaks of that that you know hater of the free spirit joy and light asuras don't like if you are if they see you are happy why is somebody happy you must be sad if they see somebody smiling they say why are you smiling they hate light they hate peace they don't like if you are peaceful they try to disturb you <laughs> so when any time somebody comes to disturb know that it is the us right play and they try all kinds of tricks to basically because they hate joy so they try to pervert it either or because two ways you can finish by imitating joy which turn it into a kind of Uh, pleasure which is degrading so you finish the ability of joy those who indulge in pleasure cannot really feel happy that's what happens with drugs no because you don't know what is natural happiness anymore so either they will do that or they will this person is happy hasna mana hai so that's all so these are the two approaches either they try to stifle it or they imitate and unify earth beneath one iron say sway so asura is a propagandist he tries to turn everything into one unity by forcing one way of life either you either you change your name from something to suleiman or keep a beard otherwise you be killed this is the asura hallmark yeah this how it is either you become what i want you to become no freedom and all the f- champions of freedom of speech and freedom don't speak a word when all this happens that is the best part mark the irony all the champions of freedom khule aam openly dasura is doing all this but this is how the world operates that's why shubindu said politics and financial world will be the last to change trampling man's why mind and will into one mold everybody regimentation is the sign of the asura everybody will think same way everybody will act same way feel same way 
docile and facile in a dreadful hold it cries its demon slogans to the crowd so wherever you see that kind of crowd gathering and those slogans stay away huh <laughs> so he says that you know that's how he tries alone in his high villa on the fatal hill nobody knew about him but shudwindo knew what's happening he knew as early as 1939 that he is the asura of the age no one knew now later on all these movies have come out because all his misdeeds but shudwindo knew that behind the propaganda he had a whole propaganda machinery you know how it operated he used to make nice films about he would show some jews you know doing things uh, very nicely and say see how well i keep them so there were places if you would go and see and you say oh he's so wonderful but behind it it was hell's machinery that is the way of the asura in his high villa on the fatal hill alone he listens to that sovereign voice dictator of his actions sudden choice and this word the mother used in what shurbindo described as divine diplomacy he would only listen to that asura and wherever he told him to go he will go it was what was known as there were four great asuras uh, great means tremendous and this time mother and shurbindo came to uh, find the final solution the final solution was not death of a being but the transformation of the asura and the tendency his power his energy so already asura of unconsciousness asura of suffering they were converted but two which were resisting was death and falsehood so death she described very interestingly in one of her passages in 1971 where we she shot death death dies so what its implication are we'll you know subsequently then falsehood and falsehood who declared himself as lord of nations and he would say that well um i am the one who will come on this world and he would come to mother and say i know ultimately i have to surrender she wanted them to surrender why because human beings are supported by this asura human beings easily open to the forces of falsehood somebody asked why don't you just destroy him and finish the game she said most human beings will be destroyed because they feed on that and he feeds on them so he says i know ultimately that victory is yours but i'll create as much chaos as possible so he surrendered but saying that i will try to whoever is open so that's why mother gave a message in 1972 christmas message before dying falsehood rises to its full swing but in the end nothing can win against the divine so this is what was happening he knew what is happening there so what did the mother do she assumed the form of the asura and goes to all forms are her forms and she goes to hitler and gives him the command attack russia now russia there was another asura sitting there <laughs> stalin so it is like her avana time almost rama had annihilated all of them but asking duryodhan you attack jarasandh Sri Krishna smartly finished off Sishupal, Jarasandh. Uh, what was that fellow's name? All these fellows who could have been a problem, <laughs> he had finished them. But it was like that, asking him to attack another titan. So Stalin and the third one was Mussolini, Italy. So all these and then Japan had joined on the Axis power. They were all Axis powers. 
who were Asuric powers. And then there was the Ellis powers, that was Britain. And bombing took place so that US could get involved into the play. And even the atom bomb was released prematurely. Shubhita speaks of all this. He says, yes, there is a uh, sorry agni within the atom. And it's tremendous. Then somebody asked that uh, it was given to man so soon. He says, yes, it was given prematurely because there was no other way that the march could be halted. So just imagine how he had twisted even a country like Japan, completely under the sway of the Asura. So all this was going on and the mother goes and tells him, attack Russia. That's where you will read about the battle of Stalingrad and all this. And eventually, one Asura taking another, he fell. The time was also not the right one. So winter had started setting in. So the moment his army fell, that's the time when Hitler committed suicide. Nobody knows how exactly he died. But uh, um, Sadika saw in a dream vision, mother going on a horse and with a javelin piercing Hitler. And she asked him that, what did I see? Is it true? That time nobody knew Hitler has died. She smiled and said, yes, what you have seen is true. Keep it to yourself. And then after two days, the world knew. And then of course, the rest was uh, his history. Worth seeing some of these movies like Life Can Be Beautiful. Some of these movies which have captured, lot of movies, Papio, many others have captured Second World War. But the one which I loved it because of its deep psychological impact was Life Can Be Beautiful and how eventually the fall of Hitler took place. And here he describes that an energy his body cannot invest too small and human for the dreadful guest. <laughs> instrument also you need to be uh, mighty. A tortured channel not a happy vessel because he used to go into those fits drives him to think and act and cry and wrestle thus driven he must stride on conquering all threatening and clamoring brutal invincible until he meets upon his storm swept road a greater devil this is what happened a greater devil or thunderstroke of God both happened. On one side, the greater devil. <laughs> On the other side, the thunderbolt of God, thunderstroke of God. There is a very beautiful poem in the battle. How he has fought. You know, when mother writes on the samadhi, who has done all, prepared all, struggled all, suffered all. After reading that and after reading Shurvindo's life, if still any cause makes us feel unhappy, I feel we are ungrateful. What they have done? What is our sorrow? <laughs> what can be our sorrow when we look at the divine who suffered and struggled for humanity? That's enough to make us just our heart full of gratitude. That's all I can say. So look at this poem in the battle. Often in the slow ages, wide retreat on life's long bridge through time's enormous sea. I'll not um, go into the detail, but just the poem. I have accepted death and bone defeat if by my fall some gain were clutched for thee. If you read into Shubindu's past life and one of the ones which immediately dawned on where he was guillotined and he carried that mark of guillotine at 32 years of age, still on the neck, that the divine accepts 
to suffer defeat if that will make the world advance. Why? Because sometimes, like he said, crucifixion of Christ, humanized Europe, it suddenly, you know, created in humanity, oh my God, what has happened? Same way. We see in Sherbindu's own life, which we'll talk maybe after two, three classes, how exactly his strategic sacrifice, 5th December, how it brought down the supramental manifestation. To this world's inconscient power, thou hast given the right to oppose the shining passage of my soul. And this is because so that the creation can really blossom ultimately with great perfection. Anything that happens suddenly with no opposition is, it's like, uh, you know, making a child get promoted, double promoted, triple promoted, no exam, no test. So you can give him a degree. But giving a degree is not enough. The child must have faced the challenge and conquered it. That's because he grows in strength, in wisdom. It's not just about a skill that he learns. But he goes, that's why I keep saying that, you know, children who are deprived of this schooling is very unfortunate. Because people don't realize it's not Corona which does so much harm as just letting them not go to school. They are deprived of a phase of growth. When children go to school, it's not just in a classroom, they sit and, you know, learn books. They interact, they meet, they learn, they play, they grow, they fall, they get up. All these stages... And in some children, unfortunately, at a very crucial stage. So whoever makes these policies, I just don't understand. And world over, they've just looked at the physical body and completely forgotten that there is a psychological existence of man and his spiritual existence which needs the world contact. You can't shut people inside doors and say that, you know, they will grow. They will survive. But it's not survival which is the goal of life, but progress. So... She levies on each step the tax of night. Doom, her unjust accountant keeps the role. Look at even here he brings that sense of humor. Around my way the titan forces press. This earth is theirs. They hold the days in fee. I am full of wounds and the fight merciless. Is it not yet thy hour of victory? What were the wounds Shubhinda was having? From the very disciples, from people, from the world at large. Oh, he is saying super mind, who knows? Nobody, sages, seers, it's not written. Where is Show me the reference. Shubindu says, if surpassing the past is a sin, then every great being has done it. Krishna did it, Buddha did it, even Shankara did it. <laughs> Paradox is this. If pass, overpassing the past, Rama did it. He, those norms of that age... He surpassed them. So he says, if going beyond the past traditions and realization is a sin, then every great being has done it. And yet, even now, his message meets the same resistance. As the mother says, in the eternity of becoming, each avatar is the forerunner of a more perfect future realization. But men have a tendency to deify the avatar of the past in opposition to the avatar of the future. Now that Sri has come, bringing with him the message of the luminous future, his message meets the same resistance as of those who went before him. But tomorrow will prove the truth of his words and his work, his will will be done. So I'll close with these um, four lines, how he was experiencing the war inside him. Just, I mean, all these poems one can read, we are just taking a joy 
even as thou wilt what still to fate thou owest o ancient of the worlds thou knowest thou knowest but this this these four lines i am filled with the crash of war shubhendu was sitting in his room but absorbing all the war within himself all the flames like sri krishna at the end of the war when arjuna says you were praising karna a bit too much isn't it madhav where you not bit partial he says no but i ultimately i was one up he says yes then he says he had shot such arrows at your chariot that it would have gone into flames long back but it didn't happen na he says yes wait come let's come down then we'll talk war is over <laughs> so arjuna as is that tradition wants krishna to come down first he said no i have never followed any tradition i am going to break this tradition here arjuna you come down first no madhav how can i do that Okay, you won't break tradition. I am going to break it. So he pushes Arjuna down from the earth. Literally pushes him out, and then he comes down. As he comes down, the whole chariot goes into flames. So he had held all these energies absorbed within himself. That's why the Gita ends by saying, wherever there is Krishna, wherever there is Arjuna, there there is victory. The human instrument and the divine master. So in this, how the divine operates. we just think you know shubhendra is a philosopher 150 years let his philosophy <laughs> which philosopher in this world has done this i am filled with the crash of war and the shout of cain victories and marchings and agonized retreats i feel the bombs burst and the cries of pain in barcelona and in canton streets people who call shubhendra philosopher don't know what yoga is yoga is much much different and when it is not just yoga but yog yogeshwara himself the divine taking a human body then all grows beautiful because thou art so let's close this year with let the fumes of war possibilities of war threats of war be forever gone division hatred forever gone from the human heart and let the new creation take firm roots in the human soil thank you namaste